Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens. When the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris, here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the truth. Man, it seems like it's been a year since I sat down and <laughs> talked with you. Seems like it's been a minute, right? How have you been doing? I've been pretty good. How about yourself? You know, life has been lifing. Mm, you could say that twice. Life has been lifing. There's been ups and downs and ups and downs, but I think that's the that's just the trajectory of everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Um, kids are good and get on my nerves on a daily basis. <laughs> And are rude, mm. and are suburban. Oh, yeah, I suburban. suburban kids. Su- okay, suburban. Can you can you explain what suburban is? So I grew up in an urban environment where I had to keep my head on a swivel, and I understood my entire surroundings. Mm. The other day, I saw my oldest child, <clears throat> eight years old, standing on the corner with his uh, bus cell phone. I don't care. I don't care. Y'all judge me <laughs> with his bus cell phone just dangling out like. And not paying any attention. And I thought, yo, I could get him for his phone. Free lunch. I run slow. (laughs) (laughs) I could have read up her, grabbed his phone, taken off, and it had been over with. Mm. And so we had to teach him, you know, put your phone away. Like, you know, just don't be a victim. You know what I'm saying? So, but they're good. They're hell. That's my type of problems. My problems are, let me teach my child to be aware of his surroundings, not, you know, anything terrible. So, and... Me and my husband are still married. Yeah. That's solid. That's hey, solid. Yo, we hitting that 10 year mark. I'm tired though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where 10 years went. Like, it's, am I going to bleak in another 10 years? We've been married 20 years and be like, yo, where did the time go? So it's, uh, it's been a quick 10 years. Actually. It's weird to see an old pictures. Like, yo, I, I had a waistline. That's <laughs> Back in the day, but okay. How about yourself? Um, like you said, um, I can I can uh, agree to a lot of those positions, especially the suburban kids. Um, my kids are very much so in a different world. Um, when they have a yard, um, that's just a whole nother thing that I realize they don't even use. Like my yard is probably half a football field. You've seen my yard; it's pretty big, and they don't use it at all. Um, they'll look at it from inside. Um, both my children are in a lot of different sports. Um, kids, little league sports are very expensive and most of every single one of those kids is not at a level that I feel like it should cost that much. Um, I feel like we could probably spend, like everyone could put in a pot of $5, get maybe a couple different colored t-shirts and just throw a ball out there and go have at it. Cause it looks like it's the same thing anyway. Mm. You know, um, we got married, I think the year after you all so i think we're at nine years um we're not at 10 yet but it does seem like it's been pretty quick um my um my my daughter will be 10 soon which is shocking to me um to say i have a almost have a 10 year old um i don't feel old 
as people would normally say that, oh man, I feel old because of how old my kid is. I just look at her now and she's so tall and it, it kind of blows my mind to just go, I haven't messed her up yet as far as I can tell. (laughs) Just be, listen, we all will mess up. It's just what it is. Like at this point, yeah, I don't care what I do with my kids, no matter what decision (laughs) I make, it's going to be the wrong decision. Yeah. And some, some, some plane of existence of, Okay, but I'm not out here trying to harm them or nothing. Right, right. But when it comes down to it, like, hey, this is the decision we made, and here's what information we had at the time to make the decision. So put that one on me. Put that uh, therapy session on me, homie, when you need to talk to. Right, your, I got your, you. Yeah, I got you on this one because this is this is how we made our decision. Yeah, Thank we'll consider that a mulligan. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to jump right into my first truth. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to try to read it. Okay, so let me say that again. I'm going to try to read this out loud the way it is written. Mm. So guys and gals and alls, just bear with me. The title of this is, My sister-in-law's fiancé has messed around multiple, multiple times with my wife's co-worker. All right. So recently, we had a family gathering. The usual getting drunk and just chilling, kicking it as a family. That's, I love how that's the usual. Right. <laughs> Usually I ain't getting drunk with my family, but whatever. <laughs> we all got different families. Right, right. I'm really cool with my wife's coworker being that we have all chilled together and hung out and whatnot. So we are kicking it outside. Me, my brother-in-law, my wife, my sister-in-law, and a few family friends. So my wife's sister, my sister-in-law, is engaged to her fiancé, my brother-in-law, from another sibling. He and I are, like, super close. We go way back. We know each other's secrets, you know? Like, we have a really close blind, like a real brother and sister would have. But I am also super close with my sister-in-law. We go way back also, but not as close, close like my brother-in-law. So, boom, back to the story. We are chilling out drinking. At this point, my brother is messed up, but still vining as usual, which is, you know, looking for the ladies. Next thing you know, my wife's coworker calls my phone and is like, hey, what's up? What y'all doing? Long story short, she ends up pulling up on us to kick it and hang out. So, here we are, chilling and stuff. Boys on one side, girls on the other. I'm a stud. I'm kicking it on the boy side. So this means this is a biological woman. My brother-in-law walks over to the girl's side to have his wife, to hand his wife a cigarette. He comes back over to our side and is like, bruh, I've been smashing that for a while now. I'm like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? He's like shorty over there in the black dress referring to my wife's coworkers. I'm like, what the F? Stop lying, bro. He's like, man, what reason do I have to lie? I'm standing there shocked. Like, what the F? How? When? But we didn't get much time to talk about it because all of us started merging together into one group. Oh, yeah. And the coworker had chilled with us on multiple occasions without my brother-in-law around. So my, so my wife's sister 
and the coworker are friends slash associates. So all night in my head, I'm like, damn, do I say anything and ruin everyone's night or just hold that secret forever? The thing is, the coworker is really close with my wife. But if she is messing with my my wife's sister's fiance, I don't want my wife hanging out with that shady ass girl like like that. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but if I tell her then she's going to tell her sister, then it will get back that I am the one who said something and all shit will really hit the fan. So do I leave everyone as one big happy family or do I tell the truth and mess up everyone's friendship and relationship? I'll lose a relationship with my brother. Uh, which is over six years, my brother's relationship with my sister-in-law will be super messed up, which is since high school. And my wife will lose her relationship with her coworker of, of two years and look like the, and I'll look like the bad guy for starting the drama. I don't know what to do. I think there's a, some clarity here for the, those listening. I wish she would have just used names because it would have been a lot easier. Yeah. But like, essentially, I'm trying to, the relationship in between all these. I, I think that she keeps calling him my brother-in-law and fiance. They've probably been engaged since high school. Mm. Like the, his, excuse me, the, the um, original poster's wife has a sister. Mm-hmm. And that her significant other is a, technically a fiance, but they've probably been together since high school. So sometimes they use wife. Sometimes they use fiance. I'm assuming that after kind of going through this again. And so you have, you find out that. No, that's his, that's his brother. Oh, yeah, it's kind of confusing. I feel like there needs to be like a line chart. I know. I need a graph for this. Yeah, some, some, something that kind of indicates who is who exactly. What, but what we know ultimately is that yeah. this poor original poster is aware that her brother-in-law is cheating on the sister-in-law. Right. And the poster has a relationship with the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law. Yeah. And to some lesser extent, the co-workers. And, and the co-worker. But I I feel what the poster is saying. If this girl, if we let's call her Kmart because she's at work. Like I was saying, like, okay, so Kmart, I ain't got nothing else. I'm not trying to just get a name. I didn't need a name. Yeah. And it's closed, so whatever. Yeah. But it, so Kmart, she open right now, but she got the blue light special. Wow. If Kmart is hanging around the sister-in-law, it's in her face. That's petty. Yeah. And you're you're having relations with my significant other. I could. I, I, I'm not a proponent of cheating. I am a proponent of decency. Like if you're gonna do it, at least don't be disrespectful with it. Right. Right. Like if you get drunk in a bar one day, something happens. I'm gonna give you a pass. But if you screwing somebody that's coming to the house. I got a problem with that all the way. But what are your things? What are your thoughts about that? How would you rate this as a confession? Um, I would definitely say for this one, I'm going to err on the side of a poblano. Um, my reasoning is because I feel like with our scale, it's harder for me to figure on this one because as far as the um, original poster, I feel for them because they're in a catch 22 here where if they tell like they've said there could be a lot of negative kickback at them 
which seems like there's going to be negative kickback either way. So at that point, I wonder if it's more of a situation of your, I guess the word would be altruism, I guess, in being that I personally couldn't sit there in front of the people and not say something, if, even if it was just snide remarks, like just kind of like random innuendos or jokes, just asking random questions like, oh, how do you feel about it? You know, asking certain questions that person when. So you would dry snitch. That's dry snitching. Possibly so. That's dry snitching. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, it's very interesting because when it comes to cheating and people significant others, I always say I'm a snitch. I'm a tell. I'm a snitch. But I don't know if I really would. Mm. I Because I have seen and and experience people being mad at the messenger mm-hmm. and not at their significant other. And if their mm. significant other doesn't say the truth, which why would they? Right, right. Then there's angst between the relationship or the person I'm with. So I have in the past asked, if I saw your significant other cheating, would you want me to tell you? I have had people tell me no. Mm. And you know, the answer is I wouldn't say a thing. I have seen, heard, witnessed. I don't care if I saw them. I I, I think I think it's something inappropriate, but sir, apparently our kids have been finding our podcast. Um, I don't I, I don't know if I were her. If I was this original poster, I would make this a reaper. Mm. I would take this truth to my deathbed. It is none of my business. I would tell him, do not tell me anything else like that again. Wow. Okay. Um, because nine times out of 10, the girl know that she's been cheated on before. Hmm. Like it will come out. Like you can't be that messy. Right. Right. Like you, that's just blatantly. You're trying to get caught. Um, I don't know, but it's also the relationships I have with the people. Hmm. Like I, I may ask, like, Hey, do you want me to tell you? You may say, yeah. I'm like, man, I'm going to tell you, but like, I don't want no, I don't want the smoke. Right, right, right. I don't want the smoke. And they're like, ah, oh, you just, you leap to conclusions just because I was kissing them in the, ma- that was CPR. I was giving them vertical CPR. You out here trying to tell me I was cheating. Vertical CPR though. Oh, okay. So we just create new, new, new things. I'm just saying it could be vertical CPR. Mm, mm, okay. All right. All right, all right, counselor. I give you that. <laughs> all right, but yeah, I, I, and and maybe I'm wrong. I wonder what other people would think. You know, what would you do with this confession? You know this information. What would you do? Yeah, I mean, would you would you even be able to be around these people anymore? I mean, which would create an air of suspicion on why you're not around. So I don't know. It, it's really tough. So I I, I really feel like this original poster was African American. So like, here's why. A lot of the slang that I skipped over, like I, I felt like I was at my great my Aunt Marianne's backyard watching mm. everybody get drunk and stuff. I know exactly what the setting looked like. Like mm. I, I, like I can picture it. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah. some of the 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 colloquialisms you used, I was like, oh, I recognize this. I'm a I'm assuming, but <laughs> I, I'm assuming. I assumed a lot on that one. Y'all to be all right though. Y'all be all right. All right, Lamont, what you got for us this week? All right, so um, since it feels like it's been a while, I'm going to ask you, do you want to go full crazy first or do you want to just have a lead in? Mm. Let's go full till crazy. All right. So my first truth 
I always have a tab of Pornhub open so that if my boyfriend walks in on me masturbating to electric chair scenes in movies, I can switch to the porn tab since it'd be easier to explain. I've had an electric chair fetish since I was a young girl, and one of my favorite things to do when I'm horny is go onto YouTube, watch videos of electric chair executions in movies or TV shows, and masturbate. I masturbate so hard that by the time I climax, I'm dripping with sweat. Contrary to popular belief, I find the electric chair scene in the Green Mile to be really overrated. My two favorite scenes are the electric chair scenes from Daniel and the one from Lonely Hearts. I find it hard to pick which of these two I like the most. The Daniel one I feel is very special to me because I love the noises of the leather straps tightening and also love the fact that the electric chair in that scene was not a prop. It was actually the original old Sparky himself. He'd been moved to Green Haven Prison in the 70s, but relocated to Sing Sing for the scene. I haven't told my boyfriend about my electric chair fetish and don't see why I should, as there's no way he could fulfill my fetish because it has to specifically involve a real electric chair and a real person. Electric shocks in general don't turn me on. First thing I do when I'm horny is select some normal porn from Pornhub, skip to mid-video to avoid raising suspicion, have the tab on standby, and then masturbate to the electric chair scenes on YouTube. I don't want a kink shame. But I think you made the right decision not telling anybody that. The green mouse overrated? Like, that scene had me in tears. I can't watch the green mile anymore because it's too sad. Right. I know how this is going to end. Um, I... I'm gobsmacked. I, I, um, uh, I don't, okay. So I typically don't kink shame, but this one is a sh- shame. <laughs> like, listen, I feel like you should be able to let your freak flag fly. So instead of taking this to your deathbed, I'm going to make this a Thai chili. WTF, I'm judging you. Because, yeah, while I do not kink shame, I try not to, Because but some stuff is weird. I don't, I don't care. This is one of those things that's weird. That That's some weird stuff right there. Like, what would you have done if the, we didn't live in the movies? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if the movies didn't exist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, what if we lived back in the 1800s? You, there was no cinema. Like, mm. what crossed in your brain that made that part of your arousal kink? And then, like, because if you're doing it, there's somebody else out here doing it. Like, that just seems so bizarre and odd. And I'm sorry, I'm judging you. Yep, you, you are a Thai chili. Your your razor's edge close to a reaper. Mm. What what are your thoughts? Um, it'd be easy to throw out puns about this being a shock, or it being you know just extreme. But I think those fit. Um, as I'm reading this one, um, as I went over it, I really was shocked. Uh, seriously, no pun intended, but. This one's hard for me um, because I am judging you. So I actually agree with you as, as it being a Thai chili. Um, I, I, I just, I have questions more than anything else. Um, like you said, how, how, how did we get here? 
um, not just you, but as a society, how did we get here that we um, have opened up the world? And again, like you said, I agree. I don't want to kink shame, but how did we get to that as, as electric um, chair uh, scenes is like, a turn on um that just makes me start to question what else are people turned on by this very extreme nah yeah um, you know you want to question that because I, I don't want someone to answer though but, i just want to ask it in solitary confinement i want to say it to myself and then not think about it any further because i don't want someone to answer me because i may never be able to come back from what i'm told so um yeah it's a tie chili to me um the the, the ingenuity to go mid porn video and set that up just to make sure that if he comes in she can change it makes me also ask is she using headphones um right right and and i i imagine that there's a significant amount of shame that she feels yeah otherwise she wouldn't go to so like open up like it's kind of funny like like, so that you don't know what I'm really watching, I go watch porn. And for somebody, that's somebody's reaper. Like, oh, my God. You, right. you. So it's off tangent, about a week ago, I saw this ridiculous meme when I sent it to the group chat, the crew group chat. And it was about self-assault. <laughs> that masturbation is self-assault. And what do they call the devil's doorbell? Yes. That if a if a woman masturbates the devil's doorbell. So for somebody, even the ideal of looking at porn and ringing the devil's doorbell is inappropriate. But for us, go ahead and let your freak flag fly. However, I, I I I ain't got nothing for you. That would you got me tongue tied. We came back with a with a with a doozy. Like I don't I don't I ain't got nothing for you on that one. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. Yeah, that one's very extreme. Um, I do want to clarify just for what Vicky sent to us. So in this in this crew group chat, um, it was not solely just this one thing. Um, there's this common theme recently that says i seen it so you have to see it and so there have been many of things and we may discuss those on other episodes but to further detail what the actual statement was about the devil's doorbell it says her fingers are for diamond rings not for ringing the devil's doorbell just to be clear so everyone else knows the type of things we see and there's more to this I want to read it just so everyone can fully understand the foolishness that happens in this group. It says, young men, before you spend your money on a diamond, make sure she has never self-raped her sin cave. I repeat, her sin cave. It is up to you to remember to ask the hard question. It is never okay to marry a masturbator. Well, I would say who the individuals that have that set of beliefs would send this woman straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> they probably send her to the chair. And she'd probably get off on it. Yuck. You know, you know, everybody got their own thing. I feel like I don't want a kink shame, but I right. am. I, I feel like I am. Cause if my husband comes here to say like, Hey, I, you know, I really like to watch, you know, what it calls 
smut. Oh, snuff porn. Snuff porn. Yeah. I'm not in that. I, I, that's nothing there. Like uh, <laughs> it looks like real blood. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That does, does not. That's not my thing. I want him to be free to tell me so that we can find him the help he needs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> I need to get the help he needs, but ultimately, nah. It's yeah. that, that's literally a breach too far. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a bit much. All right, so I'm going to go to my, my next one for this week. <clears throat> this one is monkey. Like, it's monkey. I'm sorry. I blew away my father-in-law's ashes, and my husband doesn't know. Me, 25 female, married my husband, a 27 male, three years ago. Soon after... Soon after we got married, his beloved father passed on. He was loved by everyone. Such a kind soul. We will all miss him now. My husband decided on cremation for him as this is what he wanted. We, we, we spread half the ashes around sentimental places, but the other half was sorted in an urn and kept on the hallway table. About a year ago, I was rushing out of the house to go to work. My bag was on my shoulder. I turned quickly to grab my coat off the bottom of the stairs and then hit the urn. It knocked over. It didn't break. I tried to quickly turn the fan off, but I hit the wrong button and the ashes flew everywhere. In a panic, I gathered all I could, but the urn was much emptier. I knew my husband would notice as he moves the urn to a new place every month or so. Thus, it was only a matter of time. In a scramble, I poured out the rest of the ashes into a tub, grabbed some more from the fireplace, then put the rest back on top. I then had to hoover and uh, change my clothes. Just as I finished cleaning myself and everything up, my husband unlocked the door. He works a night slash early morning shift, and I had to play it cool. He came in, gave me a kiss, then smelt the air. It smells a bit in here, darling. What have you been up to? He questioned. Oh, I said, I had some time before work, so I got the fire clean, ready for tonight, maybe. He was fine with the answer and never questioned it again. To this day, he doesn't know that 90% of what he thinks are his father's ashes actually is ash from our fireplace. This is wild. This is wild. Um, yeah, that's a reaper to me. Uh, that's a full on reaper. I'm not saying anything. Uh, I would not tell anyone. I hope that your husband doesn't listen to our show. Actually, as a matter of fact, I hope he does. Cause I like when hearing people, you know, listen to the show, but as far as your confession and this being what it is, I would absolutely take this to my grave. Um, just the fact that I get it was an accident. Clearly, it sounds like an accident, um, but I don't know how you go about explaining this in, in a way that isn't either comical. Like, I would try to make a joke about it if I did tell. I'd be like, so, you know, have you ever seen Meet the Fockers or, you know, Little Fockers, any of those Meet the Parent movies with Ben Stiller? For those who don't know. These are movies from the early 2000s uh, with Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro. And um, I think Robert De Niro's father had died um, and they had a cat and the cat knocked over the ashes. And Ben Stiller's character is trying to attempt to uh, recoup 
I guess, if you will, the ashes. And it's just a disaster. Um, it does not work very well. I would take this to my grave um, because I don't know how you explain to somebody that you mixed their dad with some uh, cherry maple wood soot. Um, so I'm not telling. That's fair. If this was the day, if she had not put the ashes from the fireplace into the urn, this would be a Thai chili. Like, you know, it, it might have been a jalapeno. Yeah. It might have been a spicy truth. Like, woo, we are giving you the side eye. You need to clean that up and then just tell him what happened. Yeah. Be cry, cry, do what you need to do and tell him what happened. But when you thought about the ashes from the fireplace, that's a Thai chili. Like that's a, Hey guys, I'm about to do this. I could be like, no, don't do that. Just, yeah. just take your lump. But I'm going to have to agree. Don't tell nobody else this. Yeah. Don't, don't tell nobody else you did that because it's like, what well, cuz then it makes me uh, like are you safe like you why well, are <laughs> right. you too scared to tell us and i know he would be upset but if it was an accident it's an accident you know what i'm saying yeah. like he's a he's allowed to be upset he's allowed to but like you what if he decides he wants to do some type of uh dna analysis on some shards of this and he's pulling out oak like why is this pine <laughs> this is not i, I, I yeah, yeah. Even then, I would go go ahead and just f it, guys. Lie. Like if people like, can you believe something happened? Ninety percent of this is is just regular ash. Like I can't believe that somebody. What happened? Dear, I have no clue how that happened. What if he wanted to do a seance? I'm just saying, you never know. He wants to do a seance, and they literally are sitting here, and you know they start the seance, and all of a sudden it's just Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. That that was a good one. I was thinking of the ants from uh uh uh, 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 uh Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I approve. <laughs> Nonetheless, so yeah, I, yeah. Don't tell nobody else this one. Not this one is a uh, definitely. That one's definitely a uh, that's a that's a reaper. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd feel sorry for anybody that has to hear that. Um, <clears throat> so I, I I will do my final one. Uh, we are going down many many rungs um, on the crazy meter as far as I'm concerned. Um, this one is simply titled "I Stole My Ex Roommate's Calculator." My two ex-roommates started to gang up on me because I complained about how dirty our shared common areas were. Moldy food in the fridge, unwashed dishes for weeks, piles of garbage, etc. You name it, they did it. They were dirty and gross. I think the last straw was when they threw a party and let people in my room. I was not at the party, nor was my door locked. We weren't allowed to have, um, we weren't allowed to have locks. Things were stolen from my room. They never apologized or even paid me back. One day, I saw her stuff on the dining table, like always, and I saw her calculator, so I stole it. It's important to note that my university only allows a specific type of calculator during examinations. 20 minutes later, she texted me asking if she could borrow mine because she had a math exam soon. I made it up an excuse to say no. At first, I felt bad, but then I thought of all the time she was mean to me. To be fair, I didn't even know she had an exam. I know she probably borrowed from someone else, but it felt like I finally got some revenge on her. Mm. This one, it could be a poblano or a jalapeno. So poblano means your truth 
could irritate others. And then jalapenos, the spicy truth, were giving you a side eye. Like, you stole her stuff, but at the same time, you know, vengeance is mine, says the disgruntled roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hmm. I'm going to go with Poblano. Your truth could irritate others. Like, I doubt that she'll, like, want to be able to harm you if she ever found out. But definitely be irritated and, and pissed off. But I'm quite sure that there are other irritations that had have occurred between you all if they had that type of roommate relationship. But man, but how did you feel? Like, I, well, I'm thinking about the the original poster, the person who sent the confession. Okay, you did you feel bad? You know, like if you're going to do something bad to somebody, you might as well enjoy it. I'm saying like, don't be like, oh, oh, this is terrible. Like if you're going to have that type of waving, go ahead, go go hard or don't go. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't sit there and be sad. But like, oh, that bitch didn't find her calculator yet. Hush it. Like, no. Can I borrow yours? Hell no. Yeah, yes, right after you cleaned up the kitchen. Right. As soon as you get that moldy dishes out of there, I'll let you borrow my calculator. Like, you know, be real funky with it. Like, don't yeah. be don't be all passive aggressive now. Like, oh no. Oh, I feel bad. Well, you shouldn't have done it. Now you're weak. I'm joking. <laughs> I partially I'm joking. If you're gonna feel bad, don't do it. And I am a simp, so I, I I am. Uh, I don't do stuff to people, even though sometimes I want to. Sometimes I really do. I want to take a lightning bolt and Zeus them. You want to shock them? Yes. No. I want to. No. I want to electrocute them with a lightning bolt. So you want to make the girl from the previous story's fetish come? No, because it's not technically a chair. Like this is straight out so in you nature. Need a seat. Okay. No seating. You're just walking in just one day. Hmm. Okay. I, I get that. And even I won't do it because I would feel bad eventually. Right, right. So don't do it if you're going to feel bad about it. Yeah. But if you're going to do it, push your chest out. Yeah. Be crazy with it. Like, I I don't know. Put up missing posters for a calculator. <laughs> like, like rub it really in. Like, mm. okay. But I, 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 I went off on a tangent. What are your thoughts? Um, I would say it's also a poblano. Um, but also... I agree with you that if you're going to do it, you go all the way. I'm wondering if it was, I'm trying to remember, what was the, um, it was a really expensive calculator, especially from what I can remember. It was the TI-82. TI it was the 82? I thought it was the 83. See, it might have been an 83 for you. It was an 82 for Fair. me. Fair. But I remember, you know, having those, cal- well, people having those calculators and we could use them while we were in class when our teachers had them, but I did not have one. And I wonder if that's what it was you know, whatever TI it was for you at that time. And I don't mean the rapper. I mean, the computer, the graphing calculator. calculator yes. Yeah. Um, I would have, like you said, I would have went full tilt. I would have like literally typed in certain words and certain numbers and different things that you could turn upside down to say certain words. And I would have posted that around the house just to kind of, you know, make this person feel like there was, you know, a ransom, you know, if you're going to go full tilt, Go full tilt. Not a ransom on your yeah. TI-82 yeah, or pull- three. Yeah. Graf- or I think they're up to 85 now. Are they? Graphing calculator. I believe But it. do we even need graphing calculators anymore? I mean, like, I believe my cell phone is probably a, a stronger computer than any of the graphing calculators yeah. that I've ever had. And I'm, I'm I'm sure we can find an app to do to I wonder do if it's this. about, like, the teachers or professors not allowing, like they had mentioned in the story, there's um, certain calculators you could have. So maybe if you had your phone in the room you could fail the exam so it's easier just to 
have yeah, the calculator. calculator. Good point. Yeah, but you know, again, I would have, I would have went full tilt. I would have, like you said, I would have had pictures um, <laughs> with different words and things on it. Have you seen me? Um, I'm behind all the clean dishes. You know, the non moldy food. You know, the clean common area. You know, do these things and see if I pop up. You know, just real. You know, malicious, light malicious type thing. Light malicious, like malicious adjacent. You know, <laughs> <laughs> malicious adjacent. So I guess that will that'll do it for this week's episode. So uh, we'll have an episode coming out next week. Seriously, like we're not joking. Seriously, that's the plan. If you like today's show, help us out. Subscribe and send the show to two friends. If you've not done so already, join our Facebook group, Pick Truth, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, and don't forget to rate it and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. And uh, I hope I hope you all are doing well. Thanks for uh, checking us out. Catch you. So how do we used to do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Catch you next time. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Yeah, we got to do these parts. Yeah. I I forgot all about that. Cards all.